Hey, what's up, fucking everybody? This is, uh, well, I think the title kind of speaks for itself. This is a word on Hitler. Gasp. Ooh. Scary, scary word, right? Y'all don't know what the fuck you're talking about. All right. It's occurred to myself that I've spoken of this mythical man in a way that could come off to many as an immediate turnoff, right? Too many people are perhaps unfamiliar with the fact that Adolf Hitler was, in fact, a person. Yeah, he's not some fucking, like, character from a movie, people. He's a, he was a flesh-and-blood human being. He was actually a supernationalist and patriot, in fact. I've chosen to approach all of my research regarding both of these world wars with the most objective and totally unbiased approach that I can. And people, my great-grandfather fought in the Pacific and other family members I have fought in the European theater. So, don't get it twisted. I'm not trying to, you know, put anybody down in... What our government does is not what we do. So you need to get that through your heads. Um, They say the first casualty in every war is the truth. And this is so fucking true, man. This is the most profound and 100% on the money observation I've come to find. I think wars in all times have been motivated by lies. Oh, sorry. I think it's scary in its very implications, which it sure as shit is. It suggests that all wars in all times have been motivated by lies. That man is not motivated to commit this mass murder, but used by the users of lies to kill his fellow man. My research has failed to find a single fucking war where this is not the case. So why and for who do we patriotic and well-intentioned fathers, brothers, sons, uncles, etc., Go off to fight in foreign lands and abandon our crops, our loves, and, well, everything. For what? This noble lie, quote, is always a threat to those very things, right? Your safety, your loved ones, and your very way of life. The elites are able to manipulate the masses by threatening the very reason men live for the gain of small, tiny even, groups of evil men. These men have been the money powers for fucking centuries now. The world wars were so unusual and such unprecedented events, they simply must be understood by you fucking people, by all people. I'm no historian, so as with all things, you gotta do your own fucking research. But don't you dare hit me up with no wiki rebuttal. I will destroy you. I may be a delinquent, but you'd be surprised how much I read. Furthermore, we are living in a brilliant time of documentaries. This is far and away the most amazing fucking resource. And it truly is. Um, Yeah, being able to assemble an 11-hour documentary using only stock newsreels that played once long before VCRs, this is nutty, dude. I've seen an 11-hour documentary on JFK, and it's all essentially just newsreels of the time. And you get to see just how fucking nutty and lunatic the story really is. None of it makes any fucking sense. And that's that's what you can do nowadays, you know, with this brilliant fucking resource. Um, yeah. It's fucking, uh, it's really quite amazing. Um, 
So much slipped before DVR, including satellite feeds that people would record once they got VCRs. So satellite feeds were quite something. Um, I wasn't even really aware of this, but if you had a satellite in like the 80s and 90s, you could basically set it on a network and you could catch all of the stuff going on behind the scenes during the commercial breaks. So um, just wild footage, wild fucking footage. Uh, the wealth of knowledge that exists in the basement of the big three networks is the real record of the latter half of the 20th century. It is, folks. They know what it is. Oh, train wreck. Whoops. So I guess I'm saying that I've seen things that I know many have not. Then I've gone much, much deeper on my own. I do research, so I admit I'm always depending upon the works of others. Whether it be an article or a biography, it's not gospel. With this in mind, I come to revisionists. I'll just name two for now. David Cole, a Jew who made a documentary at Auschwitz in the early 1990s. Really. And he, he kind of he came out of the public scene because he was getting death threats. But he was a Jewish guy. And I suggest you all look for his fucking documentary. And it's on the internet. Okay? Um... Yeah, he utterly destroys the possibility that millions of any type of humans were systematically gassed and burnt to ash, all while wearing a fucking yarmulke, too. So, you gotta love that shit. Next is a Brit named David Irving. What perked my attention about Irving was, he's really the only historian of the World War II period who can actually fucking read German cursive. And German period! Most of these historians don't even read German or speak it, or anything, and yet they're giving us a one-sided fucking, it's bullshit, man, anybody that can't give you both sides of a fucking story isn't giving you the story, they're giving you half the story, yeah, obviously, right, I would think, but he actually can read their cursive, which is, yeah, something, I don't know of any other World War II fucking historians that do, um, and he fucking had access to loads of personal diaries, and he read literally all of the wartime communique that were sent in German. He's written several volume books about Rommel and was a bestseller. Then he decided to write a biography of Hitler. Ooh, this made him an actual criminal. And I do believe he had to serve time, or at least he's um, a wanted man in several countries because he dared tell the truth about Hitler. Uh, um, yeah, and so, you know, doing time for a book? Yeah, what? what's the scoop on that? He also had his fucking home bombed and lost priceless historical documents. I've heard him speak a thousand times. I never actually read any of his books. I have learned the truth about as much as I can, and the violence towards him just confirms it's 100% genuine, right? Because the truth doesn't need any defense. It stands on its own. It certainly doesn't need violence to back it up. Notice how the Holocaust is the only historical fucking event that uses violence to protect itself? Unbelievable. First things first. You cannot just stack up human bodies like cordwood, sprinkle some gas on them, and watch it burn to ash. This is a fucking fantastic joke, and anybody that thinks you can burn a body that way is a fucking idiot. We are like 80% water, you fucking retards. <clears throat> Modern crematoriums only do one body at a time, and it takes heavy-duty heat for an hour or two. 
still, in the end, the biggest bones, like your femur and shit, they don't go to bed. They're not burnt to ash. They get crushed up and mixed in with the fucking ashes. The so-called mass genocide is admitted to have begun very late in the game. Yeah, it's 1943 or 44, right? They don't even say that it started until basically Germany was already fucking starving themselves, okay? So, yeah. The original and long-lasting number was 4 million souls murdered in that one camp alone, Auschwitz. 4 million people! Do you do the math? That's so fucking so fucking insane. Today it's been revised to around a million, which is still fucking incredible. Unbelievable. Still absurd. Then you have the Luchter report. This was a forensic report. A forensic scientist went in there and was on the search to find all the fucking telltale signs of Zyklon B, and he found you know. <sighs> oh my god, right? A forensic examination looking for residue of the infamous Zyklon B. Problem is, he found off-the-charts levels, as well as Prussian blue staining, but only in the disinfectant chambers, right? So it was a life-saving... It was for getting rid of um the fucking... The ticks and fleas that were killing, getting, spreading typhus. It was the typhus outbreaks. That's where you get all these pictures of people looking ill and shit. Yeah, people got sick in the camps. Wow. Problem is, he found... Uh, yeah, yeah, in the disinfectant chambers. In the showers, he found nothing. No trace of fucking anything. As in, nobody was gassed in the room. They're still touring people through as a homicidal death chamber. So if the Holocaust is bunk, and I'm sure it is, there's no reason to look at Hitler any differently than Stalin, FDR, and that drunken pig Churchill. These were the leaders of the most globally destructive and brutal act of barbarism that we have come to call World War II. When we strip away all the cartoonish and Hollywood-propagandized slander, I find only the most wicked lies. Every single year we are inundated with film after the next, and with every year it just gets less and less believable. For modern Germans, it's just wrong, dude. Fucking wrong. These people are the victims of a shattered culture. They were destroyed and occupied by the U.S. and Stalin for daring to use their own currency, choose their own leaders, and build the society they saw as best to fit themselves and their posterity. Of course we can't be told this is the real reason. No. Even my great-grandfather served in the Pacific, and I know many who have family that fought in Europe. These are people that would be crushed to know their loved ones were conned to fight the wrong enemy. Yes, I stand by that last statement. You're fucking damn right I stand by it. I have come to believe that we were purposely conned to aid in the communist takeover of Europe. We didn't liberate a single fucking soul, but damned millions to hell on earth. From the jump, it's U.S. money that armed the Bolsheviks against Christian Germany. From the jump, we allied with a genocidal maniac that had already committed mass murder and developed his gulag system of slave labor. 
aided by the papers who were wholly Jewish and absolutely lied and covered up the starvation of Ukraine. Bolshevism was completely Jewish. Straight the fuck up. Trotsky, Lenin, and all their top political officers, all Jewish. Literally, some 90% of those causing the, quote, terror were of the tribe. The Bolsheviks were at war with ethnic Russians, and the, quote, red versus white revolution was Christianity being slaughtered and crushed by Judaism. They were wicked and cunning. They paralyzed a massive landmass with barbaric displays of arbitrary mass violence. They instilled such a sense of anxiety among the people that they couldn't even trust their own children. Sound familiar yet? How many of you would be delivered up as racist by your own blood? Do you even know? I promise that you don't. <laughs> you simply have no clue the power that a skilled change agent can bring to bear over the minds of a class of children. You really should be more careful with the minds of your own loved ones. If made to choose between you and ostracism from the, their peers, I don't care how good you are. They are picking approval of their authority and peers over you. I'm sorry, folks. Even though they will regret it, children can't be expected to endure such pressure, right? Bummer. Adolf Hitler happened to notice this horrific destruction, right? He noticed the plan to kill all the intelligent, destroy the church, and bring in hedonistic debauchery. He saw Bolshevism as an expansionist program, and he saw it coming for his precious Germany next. He also knew the history of central banking and was hard set against secret societies. He outlawed like 30 separate secret cliques by name and law. Um, he outlawed the fucking Freemasons to the Druids, all of them. He fucking kicked all of them out of his country. <clears throat> he, um, yeah. he outlawed usury, kosher butchering, which is hideous, by the way. It really is fucking foul. All you fucking people that claim animals have rights of some sort, yet you are fine with kosher, kosher butchering? You really are fucking hypocrites. Okay? Um, yeah. And he outlawed the fucking Freemasons. So, good on him. Fucking A. Of course the Jews hated him. Of course. He made all of their wicked ways into criminal acts. For this, his countrymen loved him. His population bloomed and his industry exploded. I mean, dude, just look at the fucking Volkswagen Beetle, people. We are told that Hitler brought unmitigated destruction upon his whole people to protect Poland. Well, folks, he invaded Poland with Stalin as an ally. He just outsmarted that bloodthirsty moron and caught his army way off guard. Right? Yeah. Stalin was warned by his top lieutenants. He was Germany was getting ready to attack, but Stalin was too fucking down to fuck Poland over to take heed. And so it bit him in the fucking ass. It pushed him all the way back to fucking almost Moscow. Ugh. This was no surprise to the Soviet brass, but Stalin refused to believe the warnings and probably even killed some for bothering him. Well, we know he was well-warned, and we know he had his ass handed to him by the far better and more disciplined and honorable Germans. A great book called Stalingrad details just how dysfunctional the Soviets were. Yeah, I read this when I was maybe 
in my 20s. Um, great book. It's only on, on the war in Stalin, on the battle of Stalingrad, and it's just amazing. I don't remember who the author is, though. Um, Soviet troops were followed by their Bolshe- Bolshevik leaders, who machine-gunned them down for failing to run into sure death. The movie Enemy at the Gates shows just one scene of this. It's so grotesque. Okay, so yeah, Hollywood wanted to show a little bit about it, but they only dared show you one scene of what the actual war was like for the poor Russians that fought it. The Bolshevik orders that are still recorded for future historians are plentiful and vicious. Their bloodthirsty hatred for the German people as a whole was so total and insane that they encouraged rape, murder, and torture of German men, women, and children. The Bolshevik cleanup crews had a simple standard, 8 to 80. That's 8 years old to 80 years old. Was up for grabs. Women were gang raped to death by the hundreds of men at a time. Some only got a few and a quick death. Some were crucified. Some burnt alive. Some bayoneted in their private parts. Our allies. Oh. Make no mistake, man. This was a war of racial domination and destruction. The honorable General fucking Patton knew damn well we had fought the wrong enemy and begged to have the German people put back together. He knew the Bolsheviks were evil, had designs on the domination of all Europe, and he was sure they would only become stronger at the expense of America's wealth and status. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was damn fucking right. Um, he was right, right? But the same media that cheered him for whipping hell out of Nazis was near his death, right? treating him like a loony old man. He noticed this all well and wrote a front-page article trying to warn the American people. He even said this was a Semitic influence. Okay, Semitic. He said, he said as much. This is a Jewish fucking plot. This is just some of what I've found while researching the world wars. It really is just one war that had an armistice for as long as many predicted, right? There was fucking, the people of the time knew that the Ver- Treaty of Versailles was simply just going to start cause another war. But they went on with it anyways. As with all things, I ask, who benefits? When I look at the ruin of Europe, the end of the British Empire, the domination of communism, and the dependence of the world upon the dollar to rebuild their shattered lives, I find the Jewish people as the clear winners and the beneficiaries of a, the very terror state of their very own, right? They got, to their, yeah, that's, they, these wars were fought for Israel, straight up, all while millions of Christians were doomed to Bolshevism. This is the undeniable fact of the matter. Christian Europe died, and the communist conspiracy gained free reign. No doubt about it. Now, I'm no fucking fan of collectivist, statist authoritarianism. I'm not a socialist of any kind. I would have gotten along fine in Hitler's Germany because I'm a conservative by nature. I'm an anarchist but despise the libertine lifestyle. Freedom to me means freedom to fail, not freedom from responsibility. I believe in governance, but I am weary of any government. 
I also believe in patriotism, and I support it. I'm disgusted by this Beltway libertarian rejection of all things traditional. Their insistence upon being woke is enough to make me want to vomit. Yuck. Ugh. Yeah, Beltway libertarians can kiss my fucking ass. They are nothing but commie fellow travelers and have no interest in actually advancing human liberty. Just another political distraction to further disunite the people by party rivalry. Just as with the other ones, there's plenty of great people in these parties, but they're being played like it or not. A third party can be used to split the vote among any candidate that is actually human and default us back to the Shabbos Goy that they have arranged for us. Okay? That's all. And Trump was a Shabbos Goy and so was Obama. I'm not trying to write a book on this at the moment, and I think this is plenty for any newcomer to revisionism to get started on. You need to know your history, or we will be surely sorry. It won't be our history that's repeated, but that of Germany in America. They have used us to build their little terror state into a global power. They used Germany until the German people had had enough. Then things got progressively more and more hateful between the native Germans and their Jewish minority. Zionism is Jewish supremacy. It's international, it's ruthless, and it's largely motivated out of a hatred of Christ and his followers. This is all well documented by Jewish leaders, and Hitler made it his mission to earn his fellows and save, yeah, excuse me, to save his fellows and save his dying nation. I've said it before, I believe that our only out is nationalism. For all the peoples of the earth to embrace, embrace those things that make them a people, a nation, or a race. I don't believe this would breed hatred or anything negative, but the exact opposite. Healthy respect for the traditions that have served your people for ages is a good thing. Globalism aims at erasing these special characteristics that define so many of the people of this world. Diversity is no strength, and common sense is enough to know it's not. A jumbled up people of different religion, ethics, and cultural norms are not good for any country that actually cares for itself. Okay? Obviously. It's only the move of a nation so beaten down by their own history, as if it's so awful, it must be atoned for. This atonement comes by way of relinquishing power of the political system to include all stripe. Then a massive and century-long drive to destroy every long-standing tradition that has served your people from their beginning. The Bible states that we are all of one blood. (laughs) This is the ultimate fucking lie. All half-truths are whole lies. The rest of the verse goes on to tell us to remain in our respective places, not to intermingle, not to blot out the very traits that were gifted to us by our Creator. There's a reason that interracial marriage is a tiny percentage of overall marriage. It's weird to all and unnatural on a base level, right? One that comes from a racial memory of sorts, not our intellect. This is intuitive, and those that can be honest with themselves know that what I say is true. I'm not promoting an ethnostate for America. Not at all. What I am suggesting is that America and the West in general retain their right to be who they are, with absolute control over their countries. 
I want America to be American again. I want to celebrate the founding fathers. I want to celebrate the founding of this country. I will always celebrate the conquering of this continent, the building of this great land, and the great men who laid their lives down for me and mine. This kind of pride makes me immune to claims of any ism that could ever make me deny these things. We either embrace national guilt or national pride. We can't have both. We can't teach our children that the greatest nation on earth was invented and sustained by barbaric, whip-wielding slavers and the slaves they abused. Okay? So stop it. First off, that's just not fucking true. Second, it's a total contradiction and setting them up for guilt. Just look at the total joke they've made of America's birthday. May Day, the commie holiday, gets more love than our independence anniversary. This is the result of your diversity. A smart man said something to the effect of no one person with their limited history and knowledge of the world could ever eclipse that of the community, nation, or race that developed those norms over generations of trial and error. I believe this came from John Locke. Um, yeah, these traditions may seem silly, outdated, or you may not even understand why they're there at all. They were developed through trial and error on a grand scale over an impossible-to-fathom time period, and they've remained for good reason, okay? So stop destroying things that have worked well for eons. We abandoned tradition at our own peril. Hitler was nothing else if not conservative. <laughs> he wanted to celebrate the great Germanic history and was doing so constantly. These peculiar people who were constantly in and out of war and friendship with the great Roman Empire, these great people who couldn't be fully tamed but had appreciated their contact with Rome, that's why he adopted the Roman salute. Yes, folks, the Nazi salute is the Roman salute. Hmm. The swastika is an ancient symbol that is likely the sign of Atlantis. Hitler made these things so commonplace and loved by the white world, he had to be destroyed, and his race was to be blotted out. We need to learn from World War II, not that Christians killed Jews. Jews are trying to genocide Christianity and bring in a one-world government, a global military, and enforce a single religion upon all the people of Earth. Luciferian is that religion. You will accept or lose your head. The seven Noahide laws will be the new, quote, Ten Commandments. We will be held to the death penalty for doing anything that upsets our masters. The only racially pure people left, the tribe of Judah. Why is, quote, my struggle or Mein Kampf the most banned book in history? Why is anti-Semitism a crime in near all Western countries? Why is the Holocaust the only historical event that is taboo to question? Well, even though the six million number has been discredited since it first was challenged... It takes throwing 80-year-old scholars in prison for a decade for questioning the number to protect the lie. Yeah, a French woman was just fucking given like a decade sentence for daring to write a book that questions the six million number. Fucking unbelievable. 
The truth needs no defense and can stand bare for all to see. It only needs to be seen and brought to light. Nothing about the Holocaust passes the smell test. It's too fucking fantastic. Too many people and it just wasn't possible, okay? No, it wasn't. Not the way they explain it. Nothing about the Holocaust. None of it. None of it. It's led to the destruction of Palestine and the absolute domination of communism throughout the world, and no more. And that's about all I've got to say on that. Um, everything you've been told, everything you've been taught about everything is a fantastic lie. And <clears throat> Hitler was just a fucking human being. He's not some mythical person that we can't figure out. Okay, people? Um... He gave speeches in a time before fucking television. So, you know, he, he, you know, I don't know. He he looks like a madman to us. But when you actually get to see what he was saying, he was very reasonable in his speeches. Um, And some of his speeches during, you know, during the war are very, very moving and touching. Um, But, yeah, I think that's all I've got to say about him now. But... For those that don't know, you better check him out. And David Cole is a Jew, and he did a great documentary on Auschwitz in the 1990s. So, if you're looking for a a Jewish revisionist, there you go. So, do search out these things, do try to prove me wrong, and when you can't, accept what's in front of your face, okay? And you can find this article and ways to support me at living-california.com and uh yeah y'all take care of each other because the shit is hitting the fan later